it had to mix in with stand-up? Ooh, uh, I'd say, okay, I'd say the worst thing about um, this one job I had where I was basically customer service, uh, and I sat in a cubicle all day, and I sold, you, you ever seen, the, you ever seen you know, the, the Office, The Office, right? Oh, The, the Office. The show, The yes. Office. You know how they, close. you know how close. they, yeah, very close. Away, well, The Office. I got one word right, actually. The <laughs> Office space sentiment, that was my <laughs> life, sitting in that cubicle. I've definitely had that feeling, but just like The Office, the TV show, I actually sold paper products. No way. So I was selling paper plates, selling paper cups my whole life was paper it was just a sad state of affairs <laughs> i was just everything in my life was was bendable and breakable and rippable because I, I was just engulfed in this paper world so that that was the worst part about doing that job customer service for a person like me yeah is that i hate sitting down for yeah. hours at a time i hate being quiet for hours at a time <laughs> i'm on the phone and i'm on the computer all day which i cannot just i cannot stand that and it would burn the fat off my soul dude so when i would leave there that's at five o'clock so scary to hear that when that's i would leave crazy. there at five o'clock yeah. i hated life life Damn, I, I, and, and here's the thing i lived on the same block as i worked on understand that i lived on the same block as i worked on this is over on uh, on cherry street so there's like no commute you just no, it was just i would just every day i wake up depressed. i walk to work i i burn on the inside then i'd go home smoke some weed cry for a little while oh, and then and then just listen to sports talk radio and then just repeat in the morning it was the saddest Damn, it dude. was the saddest time of my life so you man. just hated paper like you you, you refuse to I write ref jokes on paper yeah I, now I, i'm like jay-z man i just freestyle like, everything cardboard now. i'm not using that shit <laughs> cardboard what just, do you mean there's no cardboard Board. Isn't this the improv? So that was it right there, man. That was that was the uh, the worst. You guys need cement or paper? <laughs> I can't imagine having to do that shit because like it just it's gotta be worse if you do the, a show. Yes. Bomb. Wake up in the morning. Sell no paper. Sell no paper. It's <laughs> like that was a fun 24. It was a terrible. Yeah, I had a lot of those 24. The, the 72 hour power. The 72 power hours. I get you to see you getting you bumped on a show. It's like you don't know how much I need this. Size. I need this. I gotta sell All these right. cups. The paper industry is literally crashing. <laughs> <laughs> They've got these notes on the phone now. It's just this is crazy, man. What's the single worst moment of your life at a day job? Other than getting fired. Ooh, single worst moment of my life. Um, I worked at a liquor store. For a long Damn, time, dude, how actually. How many jobs did you have? I've had dude. many jobs, my friend. How old are you here? Like uh, let, nine. Let me, I, I mean, I've, I've done everything, man. I've, I worked. My first job was, was when I was Indian? 11 years old. No. Oh, what were you doing at 11? At 11 years old, I was Legally. stocking. I was stocking beers and soda. That is so illegal. I'm not, I'm not even supposed to touch the beer, but I was stocking beers and soda. And, and by the time I was 13, I moved myself up to the register, and I was working the register. You moved yourself I was, up. Well, I mean, I had worked myself <laughs> up to the register. You became right? manager at 11 and a half. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking start working the cashier. I'm assistant manager at 12. Beers are heavy. I was. Like, hey, hey, real question about the beer. You ever fucking? Did you ever slide a beer in? Did oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude. I said I got just a drunk Rudy watching. Dude, Dodgers. First, first time I got drunk, I snuck some club mud slides out of the liquor store, and I drank them on the side of the liquor store next to the dumpster, and I got super drunk, and then I went home to go play Nintendo all day. It was it was crazy. That's the life, dude. That was the real life. Before rejection. When I was 13 years old, I worked my way up to the register, and the funniest thing ever, dude. They used Who's to, the boss? Sorry, Indian. My, no, this uh, this uh, Italian, I know some Indian Italian like, dude. What are you? How old? <laughs> 22 okay well you can sleep you don't look mexicans are getting younger by you look 10 but okay grab the beer he was he was a, he's an italian guy that's italian actually dude. been in this neighborhood uh for a long time and they've owned the shop for a long time he gave me a job at 11 because i used to go in there all the time and 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 buy baseball cards and i got that was my first job when i was 13 years old kabir i was asking grown men for their id before, before i sold them their malt liquor i would have stole that liquor you probably would have whooped my ass at 13 dude i, I 
used, I used to, at 13 years old, I used to be like, hey, man, here's a, I need to see your ID. And then they, like, pull out their wallet halfway. Yeah. And then they think about it and look at me and be like, let me see your ID. Yeah. Where's your ID at, you know? And, but that was just, that was my job at the time. Where's but, your father? I need cigarettes. You but, can't but handle the, that. The worst time I ever had was when I got robbed. I got robbed in the liquor store, man. Robbed at the liquor yeah, store Yeah, I got 13? I had a gun placed right so to your cheek. And you're like, thir- how old were you? No, I wasn't 13. I was like Actually, I worked there for a long time, so I was probably like 19. 19? Yeah. That's still pretty young now. Yeah, it's young. still pretty bad. I had a gun pressed up to my cheek. Was this another liquor store? You no, worked same there for liquor years. Same liquor store. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you worked there from 11 to 9? When did you leave? I, dude, I used to work there, like, you know, Damn, sporadically. Shut that shit down. You got to leave. I've been here since I was 11. <laughs> right? I'm like chaining Fuck myself McDonald's. to the wall. <laughs> Build that somewhere else. That was it, man. That was that was probably the single worst time. I, I mean, I've had some pretty bad jobs. What's going through your head? Uh, I'm going to die. Was he Indian? I no, like, he was. I think I'm pretty sure he was black. Give yeah, me sure all of your dude. shit. Yeah, he's, everything, dude. Everything. I, I, I just opened up the register and just started handing over handfuls of yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you going to do? You know, I don't care. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to live. Here. I'm trying to survive, you know? Sir, I've had my puberty in here. If you think you're walking out <laughs> here with a fucking dime, I've got another thing coming. All right? I have to get high and play Nintendo in four hours. <laughs> yes. I can't have you taking my boss's shit. Oh, my God. That sounds like a That's terrible one, man. day, dude. That's what the one. What did you do after you got robbed? Uh, I just basically stood there stunned for yeah. about 15 minutes. Um, people, people were... I didn't even call the people police. People were coming in, sir. People were coming in. There was like a long line of people lining up, and I was just sitting there, like just stunned for like 15 to 20 minutes. And I couldn't believe. Can what I happened. just get a Snicker bar? I know you just got robbed, but I really <laughs> need the Snicker bar. My wife's being a bitch. It was rough, man. <laughs> it was rough. That that, but that was the bottom. That was hands down the worst moment. Hands down. There's no. What else could it be worse? You told the ultimate tale of it. Actually, what to, could be worse? Actually, Something to be honest with you, cut my hand off. To be honest with you, now when I think about it, sometimes I think about the fact of how I actually hated my life. Yeah. When I worked at the paper company. Right. Versus that one moment where I was scared for my life. Yeah. And honestly, man, I think maybe hating your life for about <laughs> four years was probably still worse than having a gun pressed to your face at yeah, 19. Yeah. Could you imagine that, was, that was one moment of terror and a lifetime of stories. I got to tell you. That right there was four years of my life that I robbed. wasted that I just, I can't get back. I got to rob somebody. I got to rob God. Out of paper. Give me all Sorry. your leads. <laughs> Trevor, this is, it's way too early for this. Is that a gun? Oh, man. <laughs> No, that's got to be badass. I couldn't imagine doing it. I couldn't imagine being robbed at a liquor store. Yeah. I would definitely give them all the money, but I would also like you gotta I give would it be up. doing something weird, like giving them tickets to shows, too. You got to give it up, man. <laughs> hmm? Are we going to do the. Uh, they said just stop talking and we're going to do Oh, something. do we? Because it's like 10, 21. Or, yeah. Oh, we can see them talking. This is dynamite no, no. shit. No, they. Hey, they told, me hey. Not, they told me not to stop. They, or not to say anything. Just stop and then get back in there. Hell yeah. I'm on fire. All right, fucking let's run. <laughs> These stand-up jokes are gonna be terrible. We're not gonna okay, use no, any of that. Keep it rocking. That's why I, didn't, I don't want to say anything. We'll just keep. You guys need going. a break. The walls okay? are coming down. <laughs> They're opening up. You got more questions? Oh shit, it's almost 10:20. It is 10:20. That's why. That's why. That's why I did that. But shit. if you got more questions, keep it rolling. Is there anything else you want to ask? Anything funny you want to just end it with? What's your frame? I get. I'll. I'll. Call, I'll wrap it up with something. Oh, let's. For how long? Yeah, let's let's do that. I'll I'll intro. Do you want me to ask you that? Yeah, could you do me a favor? Could you just bring in um, yeah, who your favorite comedian? Yeah, you could ask me uh, who my favorite comedians were. All right. And then I'm just gonna uh tell you the fact that I never watched stand up until I started it. Okay, cool. Okay. Jay, you gotta call it, man. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? All right, we're set. All right. 
All right, it's the Rare Formcast here with Rudy Ortiz and my guest, Kabir Singh. We've been talking about everything today, man. We got into sports. We even made some bets today. Yes, we did. We've been talking a little bit of comedy uh, for the last couple of minutes. Um, but I want to ask you, though, man, you know, of course, you're doing your thing. You're going everywhere and, and just making a name for yourself. But what are some of the names in comedy um, that you either looked up to or admired or were really into yeah. their, their style? What, what are some of the names that, that, that come to mind? Yeah, a stand I was a super late bloomer when it came to stand-up. I don't think I started watching stand-up until, like, Maybe I think the first stand-up comedy I've ever saw on TV was like maybe six months before I went on stage. Wow! And it didn't didn't blow me away or anything. I couldn't even tell you who I saw actually, but I did see it. But um, the first live show I ever did was the Rooster Teeth Feathers comedy competition when right. Sammy won it. Right. And then I saw that that was my first live comedy show. And then I went back and I started watching stand-up. And really, I mean, that was not you know it was like Dave Chappelle, Dane Cook, those guys. I mean, it sucks whenever I talk to old school people. They just hate me immediately. Cause they, five yeah. seconds of talking. What kind of comedy do you like? Ah, I started watching that about uh, nine years ago. Because <laughs> uh, they, they don't like the fact that you're – they probably feel like, oh, this guy doesn't. Yeah, and I went back. I mean, I knew the, the social pressures of knowing – I mean, I went back and watched the stand-up from, like, Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy and stuff like that. But I don't think there was – it's weird. Like, as a comedian, I'm sure there was a comedian that inspired you to, to – to do stand-up there's really there's not like a comedian i could pinpoint and be like that's the reason why i do stand-up comedy or that's who i want to be it's kind of weird but no my, mine is paul rodriguez because and i say that because what? no let me tell you why because that was the Edit first that actually i know paul really well that, that's what i'm saying <laughs> no paul is still out there paul is still out there doing he's his gangster, thing dude. but he's i mean just being like a being like a young mexican kid like listening to watching a lot of stand-up comedy because i loved watching comedy as a kid right? right but then when i saw paul rodriguez he came out with an album a long time ago called macaroni or mac and cheese or mac macaroni and cheese i think it's yep. called macaroni and cheese um and that was the first First ever CD or anything audio that I actually ever purchased. What year was that? I don't want. I want to say. Were 19... you 11 working at the liquor store? <laughs> yeah, it was, my, it was my liquor store money. Um, I, I want to say like 1994, 93, okay. wow. something like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I bought that. I went to Suncoast. I, I bought it at Suncoast. Uh, bought the CD, bought the album, and that was it right there, man. Once I heard Paul Rodriguez, I was like, "This is you this ever is, work with this him? is cool." No, never had a chance to work For with him. Real, I've dude? met him a couple of times, but never. I saw him out over at uh, at the radio station. Came in. He came in a couple of times to do um, some. Nice. some Sets, yeah, real, real nice guy, real cool That's guy. Cool. That's cool that you have that kind of guy. Because when I was growing up, there was no. Indie, I mean, for you, I mean, I, I don't sure it was just because he was. Was uh was well, Hispanic, him, him being I mean, Mexican definitely helped the situation it for me. Did, like, but I mean, it a, probably wasn't the game breaker, but for me, like Russell didn't blow up till like 1999, right. and I don't think I really watched his stuff until way later, until he already blew up. But yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. Stand up is great. There's a lot of great comedians. I, I like watching the comedians that are just. Uh, that, that just I get to work with. I mean, there's so many. It's crazy going to like when you're doing a show in like Chicago and Boston, just your feature and openers alone. Those yes. guys are like killers. Some of them. Yes. Like, what is this guy trying to make my life harder right now? I don't know. Is, is, is the... to be on the same team here. There's <laughs> nothing to prove here. I mean, is that a thing though? Do you get that a lot? Like, like, yeah, like when, you, when you featured oh. before, do comics ever like say, you know what, I don't want to know. I don't know if Kabir's is the right, right. feature because he might blow it out the water. Then I yeah. got to follow him. Uh, there's been the three times I've ever been kicked out of stand up comedy, like getting canceled from weekends. There's two of them. Where from when I was featuring for other comedians, they're like, we don't even want to. But it's so rude to do that because number right. one, I always hated on them. But I was like, that's such stupid. That's so dumb. You're headlining. You should be able to do whatever. And then you'd go there and do it. And then you know they, they wouldn't even ask you to take it down. You just get canceled. But then when I started headlining and started going to like, <laughs> like you know, like Atlanta should do the shows, and I'm just all like, yeah, could you tell this guy to calm down here? <laughs> We're just trying to have a good just time. Just ease up right yeah, here, yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, the feature spot's obviously the easiest opening spot. But, like, uh, it is weird, though. Like, that you, you got to, like – but, again, there's a lot of great comedians out there that, that just are stuck at that spot because they don't have the TV credits to headline. It has right. nothing to do with their stand-up. I was stuck featuring for, like, five years before I got on Stand-Up Revolution. 
uh, before that it was basically just me bearing other headlines. You make enemies doing that; they don't yeah. like you anymore. Do, do you do you find that do you find that you have like a way of writing jokes or or something that works specifically for you? Because I know that's something that comics you know comics all have a different way of coming up with material. Yeah. What is what is your way? Do you have a formula that works for you? Or I, I do have a formula, and I think we're gonna try it out actually because what I do is I I don't really write like. I don't sit there and have like a structure of the way I write my jokes. What I do is I come up with premises and then I will go on stage ah. or just kind of tell people with my friends, could you listen to me? And then we will build a joke together. Yes. I mean, what happens is someone will give me like uh, – and a lot of times I won't use that specific idea, but someone will show – Something like, okay, what if you do this? Which I'm going to do right now, actually, because okay. I'm going to try this, actually, because I do have a... I've been doing a bunch of sets this week, and there's three jokes that I've been working on. Two, actually, that I, that I want to do. When you come up with the premise, you just kind of go out there and say it, and you try to help it out. So I got a joke about aliens. I've always wanted a UFO joke, and I've written, like, five in the past, and they've all sucked. Right. So this is the only one where I thought I came up with a really good premise. So I'm going to throw it out there. And then well, you got a, you got a microphone up. right there, but we actually do have a stage here. Um, we do. With, with the We're microphone, with the microphone set up. Um, oh, well. You might as well just. Right, let's cut right now. There you go. You guys are just gonna... That was a good bridge, though, right? 30 seconds. Okay, cool. Bridge is good? Yeah, yeah that was good. Why, that sounds like a wonderful idea, Mr. Manet. I'll be delighted to come. And Mr. Boynton, do you speak for him as well? Mr. Boynton has been spoken for many times. The trouble is he doesn't answer. Oh, you mean about tonight. Yes, Mr. Manet, I feel sure I can speak for Mr. Boynton. Oh, fine. I'll be leaving then. I'll walk you to the door, Mr. Manet. Oh, my address is uh, 9066 Shoham Drive. Try to get there before 10. And I'm sure that as my students say, we will have a ball. <laughs> I'm sure that we will. Yes, until tonight then, Miss Brooks. Stay in the groove. Oh, Natch, Mr. Manet, Natch. <laughs> and Mr. Manet. Yes? Don't take any wooden francs. <laughs> Miss Brooks, starring Eve Arden, will return in just a moment. But first, here is Vern Smith. Ladies, regardless of age, skin type, or previous beauty care, doctors prove you too may win a lovelier complexion with palm olive soap. But to win this lovelier complexion, the kind men admire and women envy, you must stop improper cleansing. Instead, use palm olive soap the way doctors advise. Remember, 36 doctors, leading skin specialists, advised 1,285 women, many with complexion problems, to use palm olive this way. Some have dry skin, some oily, some coarse looking. Using palm olive soap alone, two out of three won lovelier complexions. Now, here's what the doctors advised Wash your face with palm olive soap. Massaging for one minute with palm olive soft lather. This cleansing massage brings your skin palm olive's full beautifying effect. Rinse. Do this three times a day for 14 days. It's that simple. But doctors have proved this way using nothing but palm olive really works. So forget other beauty care. Use palm olive soap alone for a lovelier complexion. For loveliness all over, use big, thrifty bath-size palm olive in your tub or shower.
after Mr. Monet left, I tried to get Mr. Boynton on the phone to tell him about the invitation. But ours is a party line, a four-party line to be exact, and every time I picked up the receiver, it was in use. Always careful not to lose my temper, I sat by the phone and drummed lightly on the top of the table until my five fingernails were impaled in the mahogany. <laughs> then I tried it once more. As sure as my name is Lucy Schofield, that's the only way to treat man there, boss. Believe me, if I had to do it all over again, Emma, I'd... Oh, excuse me a minute, dear. I think a snowman roast burning in the kitchen. Now, that's a coincidence. And if you're listening to Mutiny Radio, you've made a great choice because they're still filming this cool thing. Yay! The rare form cast. Here we go. Uh, are you gonna Are you gonna put it, come around now? Are you gonna start on this side? Or you gonna, I'm gonna start on this side. You are gonna start on this side. I'm gonna get out of the way. Um, that's what I was thinking. The, I was gonna say my camera died right when Rudy was doing his little intro. So I'll, I'll grab Rudy. Okay. okay.
What's your angle? So after sign off, right? You're gonna hit him with what your receiver does no fucking way. You know what I mean? Like maybe we'll get the sign to go out. Okay. Headphone deal. I don't know. Okay. You looking at me here like no fucking way. You're not gonna be able to pull this off. What's wrong with you? Did you did you drink bleach before you thought about this whole thing? Like there's no possible way you yourself. What am I doing here? I'm just trying to I'm trying to demoralize him. You're demoralizing him and you're telling him how he you know his you know the tiger you've seen the stripes, bro. This isn't in your future. Right. I don't see why you need to sign up for something like this. You think you're gonna be able to get up and and handle going and doing this job and you know you you gotta kind of treat it as you're a blue collar and this blue collar worker just says I. So you want me to just say, okay. That's what I'm talking about. And then you okay. guys will wrap it up. To where it's maybe a little bit offensive. Yeah. Like, right, you know what I mean? Am I trying to be funny or am I just trying to... You, you can do whatever you want. Okay, cool. What are you doing? You just, you you just like, want to kind of have yeah. uh, more of a disgusted undertone okay. yeah. of like, bro, I love you. Yeah. No, but you can't do it. This isn't you. And then can I stand up and walk away? <laughs> like, like, walk, cro- like, like, leave him when I'm done talking to him? Can I just... Or you yeah, want to leave, stay him, leave him dusted, like, 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 use that as no, a I, mean, I think that's a little too stagey. Okay, think, cool. Just uh, stay here. You guys are still friends, for fuck's cool. sake. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're gonna gonna like, that's what I was asking. I was like, how, you know? I was like, how hard are you going to go? But I see what you're saying. No, no, no. You're not going to tell him to lock up after, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just wants to be more disgusted with that. Well, I'll when I feel like, you know. Okay. Could you run that by me real quick? He's going to. So after, okay, after the stage shit, you're going to come back in here. He's going to say, uh. You know, I, okay, I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna go pick up Jay. Jay Rich, I'm gonna go try to do his job with him at the barbershop. I'll see you later. You, you'll wrap it up. Thank you for coming. And you'll say, okay, I'm clear. And then you'll kind of speak straight with him. Don't be, don't be like fucking a dick, yeah. Mean or anything. Yeah. No, you can like, be a little bit mean. But just, you but be just truthful, tell mean, like how we yeah, are. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, just be straightforward. You know, yeah. Like the show is off now. I don't have to be fucking Mr. Show. Right. I can yeah. just be real with you. I like the angle of be real as a friend. Yes. This, this isn't gonna work. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What's not gonna work? Like you trying to be, you trying to do the day jobs. Yeah. Should we just? Oh like, yeah. That, that's my motivation. Like I'm no way to be my Like I know you. I've seen you work before. Can I respond? I can say that. Oh, I can just say that. It's, it's your best. reaction. It's your oh, yeah. reaction. Beautiful. I mean, it's, you know, Beautiful. however you want to play that. However you feel about this shit, yeah. honestly, should come through. I'll show you. I'll show you, world. Father. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. Excuse me. Where right. am I? <laughs> <laughs> I went blind with rage. <laughs> oh, do I? Are we already? We're still sitting? Just try to pay yeah, you're sitting, you're, you're doing the, yeah. you're, you're yeah. setting him up again for the stage shit. The stage shit, yeah. And then we're going to do that part. Come here, look. So I'm going to start off with the process, and then you mentioned yeah, the jokes, speed. okay? Oh, is that what we're doing? Yeah, I'm gonna start process off. Process like, to jokes again? No, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be Got like, talking about your process. No, yeah. Okay. And I just walk out and do the stage work. Yeah. Yeah, so here's the thing, Kabir. Like, one of the things that I get asked a lot from other comics and really just like normal, you know, audience members in general uh, yeah. is about the process for, for actually coming up with the material. Do you have a process for your material? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a structure on how I'm gonna write stuff. Uh, what I do is I come up with premises. And then what I'll do is just, I'll just randomly just kind of go hit up the open mics, 
throw them out there, see what comes up at the top of my head. Um, and then, you know, other comedians, you know, in the community will kind of help you out uh, and, and stuff like that. So sometimes it could be like brainstorming when you're yeah, talking about tagging yeah. and stuff like that. Well, once you get the premise, you can kind of go up there and figure out what you want to do. And then you, once you say it out loud, you kind of hear it and kind of right. figure it out. It's, it's better than just a pen and pencil, well, uh, a, a pen and paper, because you don't, you just, you don't hear it. You know? I mean, it's so, interesting because that's usually the, that's, that's the conventional method. People want right. to sit down, quiet place. Yeah. Don't want to be interrupted. I need to put my thoughts right, right. onto the pad. But you're saying that you really just coming up with the premise right. and then making it, making it grow from there. Exactly. Like I'm going to go i'm going to do this right now there's like two jokes that i want to try out that i've been that i've been working on okay. mentally but um you know you're just going to go out there and do it but most too many comedians are afraid of going up there and just bomb it and just coming up with ideas that's the whole point of this so. that's real that's real so, so, so it, and you could actually help me write this joke i want to be a part I, of this i will walk you through the joke and then i will also tell you where i need help with all right take your take your bits right. hit that stage that we got set up at the front of the room and uh and then we'll go from there Kabir Singh. Wow, I didn't, I didn't think we were going to get a chance to see uh, Kabir Singh live in action. Actually, actually doing, being a part of the process, I'm excited by this. You come up with a premise, and then you just throw it out there and figure it out. Like um, Kabir Singh, ladies and gentlemen. Kabir oh, Singh. Yeah, come to the stage, this, this, this guy. It looks like the same attendance as, as my usual shows, actually. <laughs> I feel very good about this. Um, like, so I have this joke. I've always wanted to, uh, I've always wanted to write a, a joke about aliens, which is uh, kind of weird. But like, shit. Mm. That, right? Improv, yeah. Yeah, animals. <laughs> yeah, right. be getting sick. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Try it again. Yeah. Come on, no problem. You want to just walk out, right? Yeah. Can I take this from sports? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the to the betting. All right, we'll do the process thing again. Then we'll do we do the about. process thing again? Or do I just say, all right, let's do this? Okay, so. Fucking go from walking out. Got it. All right, let's go do this. Let's do it, man. Let's rock it out. I get a chance to actually be a part of your process here. Which is gonna be fun for me, cause uh, yeah, cause this is basically brainstorming right now. Yeah, it is brainstorming. You know, you don't have the whole the whole joke, but you could do it in front of other funny people and they'll help you. Of out. course, ladies and gentlemen, Kabir Singh. All right, so uh, I've always wanted to write a joke about aliens, so I thought this would be funny. Uh, my worst fear in life is to be abducted by UFOs. Mm. Uh, not because I'm afraid of aliens. I don't care about aliens. I'll slap them in the face. Uh, what, what I don't want to do is be the uh, representative for Earth. Because when you get abducted by aliens, they're going to ask you questions about what's going on there, and I'll, I'll ruin it for all of us. I'm not a smart person, <laughs> right? So I'm pretty sure, like, the alien, like, what would be one of the things an alien would ask? Uh, yeah, what do you eat? Yeah, so I was thinking, like, what we probably, yes, so eat. That's a good one. See, there you go. That's why it's, it's working. Story. Process is working. I would say, like, I would be a really bad representative for Earth because I'm pretty sure the alien would be like, uh, who's your leader? And I'd probably be like, uh, it could be you if you play your cards right. Right. <laughs> Let's go downstairs and take over the world. You've got weapons, right? You right. Know, something weird like that. But food is another good incorporate, one. Incorporate. You can incorporate since you're since you're gonna abandon your species. You can incorporate some sort of like gentrification of it all. Like you're gonna be the, the aliens are gonna gentrify Earth. And it's gonna be a lot of alien hipsters walking around here, little mustaches, little unicycles, something like that. Just something like that. It could be like, well, we're all one down there. Right. 
Uh, and also maybe incorporate something funny. Be like, hey, is LeBron James one of you guys? <laughs> right. Jumping over cars down there, and we've never seen anything like it. He plays for the Monstars from, right. from Space Jam. There you go. Something weird like that. And here's the other joke that I think I have down. I'll try it out. It's uh, is that uh, I do have a girlfriend now, and uh, her best friend uh, is a gay dude who sent her a dick pic, uh. which is weird, right? Uh, and he claims it's an accident. But first of all, I don't think he's gay. I think he's straight. He's just trying to hook up with my girlfriend. Number two, uh, it's really hard to accidentally send a dick pic. There's a lot of steps to send a dick pic, right? You got to grab your phone, turn your phone on, pull your pants down, look at your dick, pull your pants back up, go on the internet, find a bigger dick, take a picture of that, send that. It's a lot of steps. Right. <laughs> so that's pretty much what we're trying to work on over there. And you can tell you can tell when the guy is insecure with his dick pic because oh. he'll always put like something next to it to show the scale. Oh, to see right. so, so you can see exactly how big it is. Ruler, right? Yeah, yeah like think about a ruler. Like he'll probably put like a roll of nickels next to it a and roll. just just so you understand that he's working with something. That's right. It's, it's, it's a, this battery. It's the secure dudes. The what secure dudes want? are the ones that just point the camera down and click. That's Those are right. the secure guys. The insecure and that's how you do it. So see, we just came up with some stuff right there. And I'm right. going to write it down now. I love the Aliens one. With you. If, if, if the guy has a bunch of stuff in the backdrop of his dick pic, he's yeah. very insecure. And he, yeah. wants to, he wants to distract you from what's really going on that's right. and make you see the he's backdrop like, or something. He's like a hotel with miniature shampoo and stuff. Like, <laughs> right. hey, no, just hanging out at Target. That's not Target. He's got the there. New York skyline behind his dick for some odd reason. That's the Hyatt. Yes. Okay. I see that. I, uh, this you is the process. You want to do So that's basically my process. What I'll do is I'll hit up the open mic just like I did, and I'll literally talk about the joke while I'm doing the joke. Right. It annoys some people, but who gives a shit? Who cares? You know, it's like, this is the way I do it. They already paid their money anyways. laugh. Yeah. You're already getting paid at the end of the night. It doesn't matter. Exactly. So that's the best way for me to write. I like that. Kabir Kabir Singh, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up. There we go. (laughs) I'll give you a one-man applause. Yeah, I know. Golf clap. A little golf clap. So so this is... Okay, now this time you did it... um, on stage, like right. you're actually on stage. I don't yeah. know if that's typically how you do it, but I understand the concept behind right, this right. though. It's about bringing a premise to the forefront and then building off that. I like that. Right. This is like very organic. How do you do it when you're not actually on a stage talking to you know somebody who's like right in front of you, like critiquing you? Yeah, I mean it's 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 tough. Like what I'll do is I'll just annoy my friends and start open micing it with them. Sometimes. With your buddies, you're just oh, hanging yeah. out with your buddies. Oh, I do that with my mom all the time. Oh, she ah. hates it. She's like, why don't you come back when the jokes are good, please? That'd be okay. <laughs> right. I am not a test dummy. And I'm like, mom, you, you gotta. This is gold. Um, but no, really, listen. There's no excuse to not hit mics, man. I mean, yeah. really, any city. I mean, you could be anywhere and you could hit up a mic. So really, it is best to go on stage and just throw those out there. I mean, do people kind of do, especially your comedy friends? I yeah. can imagine. Do they kind of call you out on that? Like, dude, don't open mic me right, right now. Right, right, right. Oh, well, like, well, like, do your friends ever say that? Or I do it with my friends, but who have no mean, idea what's going on? Oh yeah, dude. I'll they just, just like, they just think you're being extremely clever yeah. and very witty. And yeah. oh that oh that Kavir, he's always got a snapper. I'll just be at my cousin's <laughs> birthday party. He's like 15. So Trump, huh? Have you seen this guy? He's like, please, uncle. <laughs> Oh, man. It's my birthday. That's incredible, man. I, I'm, Get your kids over here. You guys want to hear a comedy show? I'm di- well, what's actually, what's the youngest What's the youngest crowd that you've ever done? I mean, have you ever done a oh show, like, specifically for kids? I've done Indian weddings where they won't even tell me there's kids. Oh, my God. Those wow. are the worst shows ever. I did, like, an Indian reception once, and I show up, and it's just literally, like, eight, seven-year-olds to four-year-olds maybe just circling around me and dancing. Yes. While I'm doing my set. While you're doing your bit. While people are eating. 
while I'm contemplating why I didn't go to law school. Right. This <laughs> is so much. This is the worst experience ever. I mean, is that the worst setup oh. for a comedy show? Oh, it's the worst. And then when I do actual comedy shows where it is all ages, I mean, those can be fun because nobody yeah. in their right mind's coming there. But when you start doing these private gigs where it just could be like young ass kids. Over there, it's crazy. Yeah, this there's my my thing about comedy shows is I I hate to sound you know like like I'm being uh, petty, but yeah, it, it's a, it's a, a lot about the setup. Like if you have, for example, you've done you know shows at a bar before or at a restaurant right, or right. something like that, um, where they're trying to put a, put on a comedy show, but they just don't have the elements around the right. comedy in 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 order. You know, TVs yeah. are on, you got music playing in the background, you got the bar facing that way and yeah. the stage facing that way. I mean, what do you do? What do you do when you have a situation where where you can't get everybody's attention, yeah. but you're supposed to do 25 minutes of comedy. You know, at that point, you just have to focus on the five people that are watching. I mean, there's nothing you can do. I mean, if they're literally not going to pay attention to you, right. uh, it's never going to be 100% of the crowd not paying attention to you. Do you, you just get louder? You could. I, it depends how much you care about the show. Right. When, you do <laughs> right. It, when you're headlining 30 shows a month, you're just sitting there like, this one could slide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did real good yesterday. These people don't want it. We're not giving it to them. But, like, even when they're not paying attention, you just pick up the four or five that are paying attention and yeah. open mic and do some new stuff and stuff like that. But, I mean, you know, it also depends if you're getting paid or not. I mean, you – they depend on you to do well. I mean, how many bar shows do you have? To, you're getting paid like what, hundred bucks a show up? I mean, yeah, that'd be that's nice when they can shoot you a nice hundred dollars yeah. for a bar show. And that's doing, nice. Yeah, 20, 30 minutes yeah. up there, and you're like, you know, they're not paying attention. You're like, I should probably try to get their attention. What's your What's yeah. your take on uh, the probably the one thing that uh, I would say scares people? Nah, I mean, no, that's cool. We could just we just skip right, that. Let's yeah. wrap it up, and then we'll do a little bit after you go off the air. And, you know, okay, cool. I, I was just going to say, if it's possible to, we don't even need to do it for reals, but of course, my battery died. I saw that on the second on the second joke, run, like halfway through the second joke run through. Yeah. So if you could just quickly run through that so I could just get your reactions again, okay. that would be that would be cool. You I guys want to do that first? So we'll or? just do no. pieces. Yeah, we, we can keep doing it. Just grab that at the end if that's okay. Yeah, okay. Well, that's that, cool. That'll that's be fine. the last thing we do. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't even. So, yeah, now, fellas, just wrap it up. Right. And then do your little bit after you go off there. Okay. And then uh, we'll move on to a couple of things. We want to do your entrance again. Come here real quick. Cool. So, on the first one. No problem. Uh, so we'll I'm going to open that goddamn. Hey, Ben. Yeah. I'm going to jump out here and just get a two shot for this. And I'll call. You'll swap over? So I'll, I'll wrap it up, ask if you got any show, what shows you got coming up. No, no I, don't don't we, say, oh, oh. Don't even, I guess I don't even need to say that right yeah, now. Yeah, I think we just wrap it I'm up. Cheating, I'm cheating like a real podcast. Um, uh, wait, we mentioned what would happen, the, the, the hustle of the whole Jay Rich thing. Barbara, I have to say that I'm going to go to Jay Rich's place. Yeah, now, yeah, 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 yeah. I mentioned yeah, that. So so you just say, what are you doing up next? Yeah. Just say, what I'll are you doing I'll wrap it up, next? and then I'll ask you, what are you up to? It's like, well, we're going to Oakland to pick up Jay Rich to go uh, to his side hustle. Can I say hi? We're not saying side hustle. We're going to go do his day job. His day job. That's another word. Yeah. I'll just go be like, yeah, we're going to go to his day job. He's a barber. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to cut some hair. Okay. And then you could give, like, a quick opinion on what you think, how you think I'm going to do it. Okay. Be supportive on the radio. And yeah. Right when and then it's really, done. yeah. Be supportive and then on I'll the radio. And then right when it's done, it's like, yo, shit. bro, I, you, you're not going to be And then right. I'll wrap it up, and then we'll do our thing. Okay.
Well, Kabir, it's, uh, it's been a blast, man. It's been a while since we had a chance to really, like, sit down and chop it up like this, man. And always I'm, a pleasure. I'm always happy for your success. I'm always in your corner, man. And I know I'm going to catch you at the microphones and stuff like that. But, you know, you just keep on rocking your thing. Keep Thank on doing you, your thing, man. I appreciate it, man. And congratulations on the radio show, man. We'll I appreciate that. I appreciate it. We're going to do more of this more often, man, because I always love uh, your vibes and I love your energy, man. But yes, uh, what, are you, what are you up to for the rest of the day? Well, we're off to, uh, you know, Jay Rich, the yeah. other, uh, an amazing comedian, his, uh, his day job. He's a barber. Really? He's a barber in Oakland. Okay. So, so uh, we're going to go spend the day with him at work. Uh, and then um, I think he's going to try to get me to cut some hair, man. I'm, I think I'm going to be uh, I think I'm gonna be good at it. Maybe you, I'll find another passion. You know what, though? I think you I think you will be also. Because the thing is, like, people love a, a barber with a good personality. You're, yeah. Obviously, you're a funny guy. Like, oh, you're going to entertain you. them. You're going to entertain them. They're going to be looking forward to having their hair cut by Kabir Singh. I think it's going to be fun. I you're going to fit in. I feel bad for the people that are going to get the haircut. Nah, you know? no. But I'm excited. I'm going to see what it's like, you know, because it's, it's not all cutting hairs. I know he has got a, uh, a strenuous job. So it's going to see if I'm going to be excited to, to try it out. Maybe watch a YouTube video on uh, on fades oh, before, yeah. before, you, before you get we down there. We have no time for that now. That, that should have been done Just do that, man. Ago. Kabir, I really appreciate you, man. Again, thank you, brother, for coming on, man. Thank you, You have me. been all uh, had a chance to listen to the one and only Mr. Kabir Singh here on the Rare Formcast with Rudy Ortiz. Once again, thank you guys all for tuning in. You guys have a great day. Take it easy. Thank you, man. Right on, man. All right. <sighs> man, uh, I got to tell you, man, that is, uh, you, know, I, you know I believe in you. Yeah, and and you know we go back and stuff, um, but this 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 day job thing, man, it's 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 not gonna work, Kabir. It's not it's not gonna work, man. I, you you you're you're not ready Listen. for this. You know, this is a lot of work. You already put in all these miles onto your brain and everything. Yeah. It's you're not gonna be able to do this, man. This is not for you. It's not for you. How hard is cutting hair? I think you're gonna be in for a rude awakening. Well, we'll see, sir. We'll see. We'll see about that, man. We'll Just, see. Uh, Take it easy, man. All Good right. luck. Good luck with everything. Take care, buddy. All right. Take I'll see easy. you soon. All right. speech man just go straight up and just right, say it's not gonna work all right just say uh shorter job should do much shorter all right it's got not you. gonna work and got can you. i say how hard is cutting hair could that be a yeah, good thing going back into okay it? five lines here do okay it. i got you uh, yeah oh okay okay i'll see you later it's on all, tonight it's all in one day so you guys are going to be performing at tommy's yeah yeah so, so what do you have to do is like before our show tonight yeah I, well i'm gonna go to jay rich thing so i'll make that clear on that right, one cool. all righty Oh, at the end? I'll do it quicker. I'll do it much quicker, oh, yeah. yeah. Say something homophobic. <laughs> Be like, mm. we need to sell this. All right, I got you. I got you. You guys ready? No. Doesn't look like it. Well, uh, Kabir, man, we spent like two hours together for the first time in a long time, man. I really appreciate you coming through today, man. I've had a blast. What are you up to for the rest of the day? Uh, that was a blast, man. Uh, well, we're going to be heading over to uh, 
to Jay Rich. You know Jay Rich, amazing comedian. Of course, um, of course. He's a barber, so we're gonna go to his barber shop in Oakland. Wow. We're gonna spend a day in his shoes, and then I'm gonna be able to cut some hair. So you're gonna uh, you're gonna cut a little me, bit of hair. Yeah. So I don't okay. know if I'm gonna survive tonight. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm excited. We're gonna go see uh, how he does his job and. It's gonna be exciting, and then we have the big show tonight, man. We do, so we're man. So we're gonna up. we're gonna hook up later on tonight. I Absolutely. want you to I want you to let me know what the whole barbershop experience was like for you. Oh, I'm, I will. I'm yeah. sure you're gonna do great, man. You got a great personality, and people love a happy barber. So well, I think you're gonna you, be good, Rudy. man. Thanks for having again, me, again, brother. I appreciate it, man. Once again, you guys have been listening to Kabir Singh right here on the Rare Formcast with Rudy Ortiz. Thank you for tuning in. You guys take it easy. All right. Thank you for having me, man. Uh, this barbershop thing, man. It's not. It's not gonna work for you, man. It's not gonna work for you. You're. Uh, you're not cut out for it. Dude, how hard is it to cut hair, honestly? Well, you're gonna find out. You're gonna find out. All right. You let well, me know tonight, man. I'll see you tonight, baby. All right, baby. Thanks Take it easy. I'll see you soon, man. Take care. Man. All right. responses can't they just talk other things i can same thing right like the same thing we just did it was that first one is alien second one dick pic okay same idea Second joke, though. I want to right. do another show. Wow. First, one, first one was good. Let's see what the second one is. Hold on a second. One second. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so the second joke I had in mind uh, is, uh, is, this, is this. So I have a girlfriend. Uh, her best friend is gay. Okay. Uh, but he sent a dick pic to her recently that he claims was an accident, but I don't think hmm. it is an accident because um, it's really hard to accidentally send a dick pic. There's a lot of steps to send a dick pic. It's complicated. It's complicated. You gotta grab your phone, turn it on, pull your pants down, look at your dick, right. pants back up, go on the internet, find a bigger dick, take a picture of that dick, right. send that. I mean, it's a lot of work. Right. I think that's a lot of stumbling. Too much stumbling. I mean, what, what do you think needs to be added? I mean, I think the punchline's a little weak. Well, you know, premise, yeah. you just gotta remind people, you gotta remind people that the more stuff that you add to the dick pic in the background, the yeah. more insecure the man actually is. Oh, see, that's a good idea. Like, if he's got a roll of quarters or something to show the scale from whatever it is that he's holding to his penis, that's because he's he's unsure about his self. You know, the, the, the secure guys just look, the, take the camera and then... Point down and click. Those are the secure guys. Triple no A batteries. Nothing going on. Yeah, exactly. There's it's just, batteries. It's just there, there's no other things to compare it to in a secure dick pic. Exactly. So remember that. I like it. They always do the travel size stuff too, the toothpaste and stuff like right. that. Like this is Target. I'm like, that's not Target. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. So I could add that stuff. It's about brainstorming. We're brainstorming. So again, man, I, I always find that the best way to do it. Two things. You say it out loud, the joke, you hear it, and then other people can uh, help you out, man. That's kind of the problem. I dig that.
we're doing we're doing the the entrance from the very beginning. Yep. All right. So just until he comes in, we're we're going all the way to the point where he comes in and sits down. Okay. Okay. Oh, give us a, give us like a little give us a little bit on it. Okay. In case you want yeah, in case you want to come in on that Matt. All right. Okay, we'll do it again. I mean, just whatever you can remember. Oh, yeah, I, I remember how I, I'll, it was like a minute, almost a minute before he came in. 30 seconds and just give us that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm just going to pick this up from my side until he comes and then I'll, I'll get him over. Uh, you want me to go yeah, wider or? Come here. Oh, yeah, you already have that one? Yeah, you can come Shoot from, from that side. side. You already have that one. Three, two, one. What up, world? Welcome to the Rare Form cast with your host, Rudy Ortiz, and my special guest today, who will be in studio pretty soon, the one and only. Oh, okay. All right, no problem. Three, two, one. What's going on, world? Welcome to the Rare Form cast with your host, Rudy Ortiz, and my special guest who will be in studio pretty soon, the one and only Mr. Kabir Singh, comic extraordinaire. The guy's been everywhere. You've seen him on Comedy Central. He's actually just recently uh, done some writing for Family Guy. I mean, the guy's blowing up. I've known Kabir for almost, uh, I want to say, eight or nine years now. Known him ever since the open mic days over at Tommy T's back in Pleasanton, for those of you who know the, the scene. That, that's when they used to have karaoke right after comedy. It was usually funnier after the comedy show was over because of the karaoke. So we're going to be talking a lot about sports, a lot about politics, uh, a lot about comedy. Actually, we're only going to be talking about sports and comedy. No politics today. We're going to keep that in the uh, on the other side. But uh, my man Kabir is going to let us uh, into his career, let us know what he's up to, what he's been, what he's got going on. And uh, actually, I think I just hear him coming in right now. Of course, Kabir, fashionably late, fashionably late as always. My man knows how to make an entrance. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. Kabir Singh. What's up? What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Good. It's been a while, brother. This is nice. Right on, man. Welcome. Welcome to the Rare Formcast. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Do it one more time? Yeah, you don't even have a couple of times. Okay. You know what? When he comes in, just do that 
Ko? Ko? What are you? Where are you? I, I was kind of from, I was a little uh, on the angle here. I was going to see if I could get a little bit more profile to get him walking because mm -hmm. there's so much reflection. All right, and actually, I think I hear him walking in now. Is that the oh, okay? My bad. Yeah. Yeah. So we will have Kabir Singh in studio very soon. My man knows how to make an entrance. I've known him for years. He's always been like that. And as a matter of fact, I think I hear him walking in right now. There he goes, the one and only Mr. Kabir Singh. What's up, man? Making an entrance as always, treating me like it's your court date. I dig it. I like that. Traffic, dude. No problem, my man. Welcome, welcome to the it's Rare Formcast. The one and only Mr. Kabir Singh, ladies and gentlemen. I see Rudy, man. Right on. Better go. Cool, man. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah, the shit. I appreciate dude. you, brother. Thank you, you so man. much, man. And then you gonna go grab some lunch with your boys? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go grab some lunch with my folks. Let me walk out with you guys, though, man. You guys, are they already packed up? Oh, no. Take that. Yeah, you're Thank you very much. Thanks. Man. We'll see you, what's it, tomorrow night? Uh, no, it's on Sunday night. If oh, I'm Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night. We'll okay. see you guys there. Cool. Oh, man. Thank you for letting me play radio today, fam. This is a lot what's of fun. Do you guys, do, so do you guys ever, I mean, what's the, like, the extent of the usage here? Is it like one person who does a podcast or multiple podcasts? Um, or? Well, I mean, I have like five podcasts, but. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, there's, that's the schedule currently, and it's a hundred bucks a month. You get, um. You know, weekly two-hour podcast, hour and fifteen minutes. That is cool. And um, some people use the performance-based Trish and Dan. I use it for joke workshop. I use it for fantastics and yes. for happy hour. But um, look, tomorrow we have some noise pop in here all day. We're gonna have live bands all day. Nice. We're gonna have do that. So and we've got a lot of like there's poetry every Friday, all that kind of bullshit. Right. <laughs> okay. So damn, this yeah, is kind of cool though. I like I like the idea of like having a cool space like this. Yeah, we do, um, cause it's only 30 seats, but I do rentals on Saturday night from 8 to 10. Yes. Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's and cool. And you get, like, Because I'm trying to, you know, use the podcasting. Oh, look, you can record your show. <laughs> Actually, and this sound is going to be, I hope that they can, and it's really useful. 
Slam rock. Slam rock. Yes. Street corner style poetry. Interaction over isolation. Process over product. X impression schism. Joyful, sarcasmic, avant harder, irrepressibilious life theater. Music. Art. A fish on the freeway with a chainsaw and a gun. All this is gonna make you be late, so now you better run. A fistful of paintballs with scraped claws ripped straight from the jaws of the sun. If technique is a means to a statement, then get acquainted with reality in a basement restrained, skinned, and hung. Don't Let art often be violent like a client at a silent auction, French kissing the docile with poison on his tongue. I intend to leave this museum as numb as when I first come to serve the masses the plaque from my gums. Don't Jackson my Pollock. Don't Jackson my Pollock. Subpoena the ignition switch to turn on a stair. Don't Jackson my Pollock. There, Marina Abramovich just sat in a chair. Don't Jackson my Pollock. Where hyenas have perfect catch like ballerinas want to shit in the air, that's why dancers say mayor. Don't Jackson my Pollock. Fair, you want to express yourself freely and plentifully. Don't Jackson my Pollock. And I've got nothing against the forces of gravity nor entropy. Don't Jackson my Pollock. And it's not that I don't appreciate your joy and your reverie. Don't Jackson my Pollock. But honestly, I'd heavily recommend if you're gonna be a honeybee, you probably should find a flower instead of me. Go Jackson, my pollock! Nobody can really concentrate with dizzy 
black swirling around like the last man laughed. Get in your van, go man, don't trash in my park. outside windows the entering takes away Explain. 
Road.